Boys, if you could go anywhere in a Winnebago, where would you go? <laughs> Ooh. Get in the Winnebago and just say we're cruising somewhere. So a Winnebago is like the like big house vehicle, right? Yeah, I'm using that like it's based, you know, a, a huge camper, like whatever, yeah. whatever you want to call it. That's what I'm calling, you know, all of those things. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, <laughs> I've never thought of this question before, like what my answer would be. The first thing that comes to mind for me, though, is like, I feel like the places that most people take these suck. <laughs> right and now chris you realize why i asked the question <laughs> right oh yeah because like if i think about like dd winnebago people take winnebagos to nature dd hates nature like so where would dd take it like i'm picturing dd like taking it to a major metropolitan area but like just camping out so there's like stuff to do but he could stay in his winnebago he doesn't have to be around yeah. nature it's perfect I, th I think I'm two things come to mind and one it show ha it just so happens to be early April here second weekend of April and we're coming up on what should be Coachella weekend oh. one and that's really a tough time for some of us so we never thought the idea of camping at Coachella <laughs> but after it being you know postponed for two straight years all of a sudden, I'd put that back on the table if you threw a Winnebago <laughs> in front of me. I'd consider that option. Uh, second one would be, let's drive down south, and I'm just going to hit up like 15 barbecue joints in a day and probably going to need a nap in between each one of them. So it's right there, ready to roll. We just keep on churning and Dan's going to some sweet, sweet southern barbecue. Dan's going to visit every cookout in the south. Right. <laughs> You're allowed. That's to, a good one. You're allowed to park the, wide enough. Yeah, you can park the Winnebago uh, there overnight. It's gonna be fine. It's perfect. Right. <laughs> you uh, so you know what I thought? There are two things. First thing I thought was, what would I, where would I take a Winnebago to the airport? That's where I would take it. That's the first thing I thought of. But then I was like, you know what? I want to have a real answer, and it's more online. It's with with what Dan was saying because it's like I would take it to rib festivals because I thought I would just take it to rib fest and just drive to every rib festival and just park my car eat a bunch of ribs and go so like at home you know there's one in pittsburgh there's one in columbus there's one all over you're just like just driving around you know I love just it. take your winnebago just park at rib fest eat a bunch of pulled pork and have yourself a time the only problem oh. is the bathroom right <laughs> yeah that's the problem there yeah that's a that's a slight issue but you can work around it It'd be fine yeah, a little maintenance work there that nobody wants to deal with. Um, you guys made me think that uh, I think I think something I would love to do later in life, like retired years, is like I think it would be fun to take a Winnebago around in fall and pick like a college football game every week and like do that tailgating experience. And then like you park in the RV lot, right? So you can just tailgate and not have to worry about where you're going the next day because that's where you live. <laughs> so I think that would be cool. I think it would be fun to like, and I've actually, 
not even like making a trip out of it, but I've always thought it would be very cool to like be the person with the RV at the football tailgate. Like I've always thought that would be, that's now, like some, that's a good question. Is that cool to be that person or do you want to be that person that just uses the RV? What's up more? What's the, the bigger benefit there? Cause uh, yeah, that's good. like that argument. Like Set everybody up. wants to own a boat, but you really want right. to be the friend of somebody that owns a boat. Exactly. And every time people say that to me about the boat, I, I want to own the boat. That's true. I'm, I'm with you on that one. People have said that and I'm, I've been there. I, I still want to be in those shoes. So maybe, maybe the ownership is fine with the, with the, window yeah. but, but see, here's the thing you two, like you, like you guys both grew up like doing stuff with boats. Like I did not. So I want to be the friend of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to be the friend of the person. So I want to know somebody who owns a boat. That's why anytime Chris talks about a boat, I'm like, yes, Chris, buy Support. a boat. Buy a boat, Chris. Yes. I don't care if you can afford it or not. Olivia doesn't need to go to college. Like, yeah. forget it. Now I'm understanding why people are so supportive of that for me. They just yes. want me to be the, they want to be my friend and they use my boat and, but they don't have yeah. to. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, man. It's, it's a great idea. Love yeah. It. Really? Cause it's, like, it yeah, cause it's like, we're still your friend. It's not like I'm not your friend. Like you're my friend, but it's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to push you to make this purchase. If you ever bring it up, I'm never going to be like, you know, that's not this. That's not fiscally responsible, Chris. Nah, right. nah, never going to do it. No. Not people helping it. people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I am surprised you didn't just like you said football game, but I'm surprised you guys aren't doing that this year. You guys have been talking about this Tennessee trip for like a year mm. now. And like that would be the perfect one to do it because it's not that far. Like it's like, yeah. what is it like? Probably like eight hours, seven hours, something like that. It's not that far. Yeah. And like reasonable be kind of the perfect one to do it. So yeah, you're right. And I tell you what, we looked at hotels and Airbnbs and, and we got a place booked, but uh, the cost of living in an SEC town on a home game day weekend is <laughs> that is no joke. Winnebago is probably the most cost efficient uh, for sure. The next closest thing, which was an option is the houseboat, which they have long to line the rivers there. Yeah. Also a very fun option. Dan and it was hard to pass that up. It was hard to pass up the houseboat. <laughs> Amazing. Mean, That's yeah, the best of like, worlds, right? <laughs> me and Dan, me and Dan are like pros at, at planning vacations now. We do it all the time. And Dan, I'm always like, Dan, here's what I found. Like, what did you find? And Dan's first link was a houseboat. And he was like, ha ha ha. I know like we wouldn't really do this. But I was like, yeah, but he put that link first. Yeah. <laughs> it's there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Nobody sends that unless they're actually like, you know what? Uh, maybe he'll say, yeah. Throw up a shot. Throw up, you know, <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> Well, yo, welcome to the Brunch Breakdown. It's Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. And you can find the Brunch Breakdown everywhere. Dan, tell them. Where can Literally, they find it? Everywhere, anywhere. You can find the Brunch Breakdown anywhere you find your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and yes, now on iHeartRadio. Be sure to check us out uh, everywhere there. Are episodes available for, available for you each and every week. The full video episodes with visuals included, uh, also available same day as the uh, podcast episodes are released on our YouTube and Facebook pages around noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And of course, those are available on demand anytime you want to view those. And we are literally everywhere on social media 
at Brunch Breakdown. That includes Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, Triller, TikTok, and Houseboat. <laughs> <laughs> Every houseboat. We're on the houseboat. We are at Every houseboat, houseboat satellite. <laughs> That's us. Well, today on the show, we're going to be talking uh, bad babies uh, turning 18 and making a million dollars on OnlyFans. We're going to talk Aaron Rodgers and Jeopardy and an interesting Jeopardy topic we'll get to here in a couple seconds. Also, we'll go into the mind of Chris Gates with uh, a topic that I'm not going to tell you guys about. He's going to give it to us. And uh, we'll go to Dan for brunch court and, of course, what we're listening to. But, yo, let's get things started with Bruce Day. I am still on the bench next week. Next week. Oh, man. I'm here next week. I got it. I thought I'd be ready for this week, but woke up, wasn't feeling too great. So boys, take it away for uh, Bruise Day. What are you sipping on? Well, um, this is week two of low calorie beers for Chris Gates. Okay. Yes. And um, I'm actually kind of excited to try this one. Today, I have the Cremona. Corona, Corona Premier. Easy for you. Where to I didn't drink six of them before we started. Um, <laughs> Chris. 2.6 grams of carbs, 90 total calories. And I have a suspicion. And th- when I bought the Corona, cor- Jesus Christ, Corona. <laughs> you sure you had a problem? Last week it was me. Now it's you. <laughs> Unbelievable. Are we finding out that low calorie beers have the most high alcohol ABV, in apparently. <laughs> <laughs> When I bought this beer, um, it made me think that lime juice might be the key to making low calorie beers, or at least this one taste respectable your thoughts i love lime juice so yeah i'm a big whiskey drinker so i love lime juice i've used i always have lime juice at the house so yeah that's interesting i think for that one in particular no doubt about it because corona needs some sort of lime and i remember years ago when corona introduced the can the Corona can, everybody's like, how in the hell am I supposed to get this lime in here? You're like jabbing it in, trying not to cut your thumb and everything like that. Clearly for those that can't see Chris, this is out of a can. It's a slimmer can. So you're a little, you're, it's a little problematic with the lime wedge. So the lime juice could be the supplement it needs. And I, for other lighter beers, I could see how some, maybe not all, maybe not the yingling one you did, but I think some other ones. Yeah you know, that have more of a non-flavor, if you will, that would work pretty well. So I'm, this is the one I'd probably been most curious about to see what you think. Yeah. So I took the first sip and it, it really almost is tasteless. There's not much to it at all. Mm. Um, and then I put some lime juice in it and it started to get a little more respectable. I feel like, I mean, if you're really trying to conserve calories, but you <laughs> also want to crush beers that just so we're on the same page those two things don't go together very well but um that might be the way to go maybe get yourself a corona hmm. premiere and then add some limes or some lime juice to it so this one's fine i actually probably would rank the yingling flight ahead of it just because the yingling flight had some taste to it this one is almost tasteless without lime juice 
we need active power rankings like that each and every week yeah. as you add one to the table. And I know we had some friends suggest some other ones for you there. So hopefully you'll have enough, enough to round you out. So there you go. Very interesting. The Corona premiere. Yeah. Well, with that being said, indeed, I, I was really hoping you'd be able to join us back on Bruce day here today in particular, because gentlemen, today is national beer day. It's national beer day. Um, an unfortunate time to not be able to celebrate in the fullest, but I will do my very best and introduce, I think, another brewery I have yet to feature on Bruce Day. So that streak is staying alive. This one is Old Thunder Brewing Company. And shouts the front of the program, Tyler. Telling you what, boys, he hooked it up again. I'm keeping it classic, rather classic here today. This is their permanent visitor. Uh, it's an American IPA. The hops are pretty subtle, and it, it's super smooth, citrusy. Um, they brew it with some passion fruit and some peaches to kind of get you those flavors as well. But it's this is a, a relatively new brewery in the Pittsburgh area. They're Dan Blonox, actually, boys. You know Blonox real well, uh, Old Thunder. I've had a couple of them so so far from their their brewery, and this is. Definitely my favorite. It's a 7.2, but I can tell you it does not drink like that. And that's can be an issue. But yeah, the permanent visitor from Old Thunder, very, very smooth for people that are scared of IPAs because of hops and things like that. I think this is much more tolerable for anybody fearful in that category. But keeping it classic with a tr good old American IPA for you here today on National Brews Day. Nice. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, Enjoy. cheers, yes. boys. Cheers indeed. Can't believe I'm missing out on dang it. I gotta get that off my chest. I'm it's very annoyed by my situation. Well, you know how this like works at school. Like if you're five minutes late, you have to stay five minutes after class. You miss three bruise days, so you have to drink three beers next week. <laughs> Amazing, Chris. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> I'm just introduced. That's it's gonna be all me on Bruise Day next week. It's just gonna be me just, introducing yeah, we'll everyone. Yeah. with a funnel and like while Dan's talking, he just yeah. Right. It'll be great. <laughs> it's gonna be shotgun and Corona premiere. Why is that so hard to say? <laughs> right. There's a lot of ruh in it, and it's uh, confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Try saying it after you've had 10 Corona premieres. Corona premiere. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I will get uh, things off my chest first. Um, I know that fashion all comes around, you know, it all comes back around. You know, there's not so much, you can only so much you can do with a t-shirt, only so much you can do with pants. But I see a uh, disturbing trend as I was just like doing some random window shopping online. I'm seeing that cargo pants and cargo shorts are back. No. Oh, yeah. You go on any site where you go to find, you know, shorts, pants, whatever, you will see cargo shorts and pants. And I'm here to tell the youth right now, Gen Z, I love you. I love Gen Z. I love you guys. Don't wear cargo pants. Don't do it. There's some things that like they come back and you're like, oh, that's cool to see that come back. You know, the big Tommy Hilfiger logo, some other things, FUBU's making a comeback, some cool stuff. It's like, you know, that's cool. Like people remember that stuff. But, you know, cargo pants. Nope. Gen Z, don't do it. It's a bad look. We all wore them. We all did it. But cargo pants and cargo shorts need to just stay in the lost and found. Get them out. 
I don't had to get that off my chest. I don't think they ever went away long enough for them to be making a comeback. Like there's, we need a little bit of time. Yeah. Like a couple of decades. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like long time. Yeah. It's cyclical, but that's not enough of a cycle to bring something that horrible back. <laughs> Let me emphasize what you said even more, Didi. I am begging people not to do this. <laughs> oh man. Again, you hate to be old person that's been there before, but we've been there before. Trust me. Trust us. Just don't. And it's 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 way too soon. Way too soon. The funny thing is now too, like when cargo pants were a thing, when I don't know, we were in like middle school and high school, that's when they were a thing. Um like we had a lot of shit to carry. But now like it's all right there. It's just it's your there. phone. Wallet, phone. Wow, yeah, all you got the wallet. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. all one. It's yeah, all there. I got my everything in my phone. What what are what are we doing with all of this extra cargo space? I mean, if it's just for the look, then that's uh, come on. Even dumber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's really dumb. Yeah, I just I, I just remember like there was nothing because cargo pants <laughs> really need to go away. But cargo shorts stayed around for a longer time. But now that we don't have them, it's just everyone looks a little bit cleaner, you know? Yes. No, you don't need the big pockets on the side of your pants. Like why we all thought that that was okay. We, like, you know, just having regular shorts, it's okay. <laughs> you know, we don't need <laughs> big things on the side of our pants, the side of our legs. We just don't need it. So yeah, had to get that off my chest because I just saw a trend as I was, you know, doing some, you know, looking around and I'm like, oh no. I, I got to say something. I got to stop. I got to stop at least one person out there from buying cargo pants. Well, we, we thank you for using this platform for that. And <laughs> yeah, emphasize that message very seriously. Oh, I will mm -hmm. try just to not go there. It really makes me upset. <laughs> it's National Beer Day. I'm really upset now. <laughs> oh, well, um, uh, Chris, get it off your chest. Um. I, I kind of have a pick two situation here, guys, and I want you to tell me which topic I should dive into. I like it. Um, one of them is holiday related, and one of them is baseball related. Holiday. Holiday. Not even close. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then baseball's coming next week because i still have time for baseball i got some stuff to say yeah we've got, um, we've, got we've got all the way till october for baseball i'm, I'm right. good uh, yeah um okay then my get it off my chest is an opinion but also a question um i having just celebrated easter happy easter everybody um it occurred to me that I'm pretty sure Easter brunch is the best holiday brunch. Hmm. Your thoughts. Oh boy. Fascinating question. I feel I'm... like of all the holidays, like you have Thanksgiving dinner, you have Christmas dinner, you have, I don't know. I don't know what else you have like cookouts for 4th of July and stuff like that. Right. But like very regularly Easter 
revolves around the brunch, either like after church, before church, something like that. So I think, I think I'm confident in that Easter brunch is the best holiday brunch. And I think you're correct. I never thought about it before until just now. Cause the first thing I thought of, cause you guys know 4th of July is my favorite holiday. And I was like, wait, wait, but wait, 4th of July is not like a brunch situation. You, you go to someone else's house without cargo shorts on and yes. you just eat hot dogs and hamburgers. Um, yeah. Christmas isn't that. Yeah. Yeah. Easter's like, Easter's almost like a, you eat early holiday. It's not a eat all. I feel like it's not a eat all day holiday, like the rest of them. Cause that's how I think of Christmas and Thanksgiving. I just think of it as like wherever you, you go to multiple houses or you go to, you know, house early and you're just there or people come to your house. But yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like a good Labor Day brunch. It's mm. really killer. That's a strong one. <laughs> but uh, um, no, I, yeah, there really aren't any. Like, yeah, we've had, you know, Christmas brunch, but it's, yeah, it's more focused on dinner and call it brunch what you will. It's really not necessarily focused around that. And the only other one that I could really come up with is is like New Year's Day brunch. But I don't think there's a, there's not a ton of, tradition around that right i don't no. really think there's a ton of tradition tradition like around that in some places aren't even heavy. open yeah, right so yeah i think easter is since it's always on a sunday naturally and you can kick things off by going to church early or whatever it is and go right into brunch it's the natural progression that it's the goat of the brunch major holidays uh, yeah yeah i think you go you either one go to church and then come back and have Easter brunch or you go to church later in the day, but you wake up, kids do like the Easter egg thing and then you have brunch. So like one way or another, brunch is involved. Mm -hmm. um, and so, hey, even if you don't celebrate Easter, uh, you're welcome at the table for this annual celebration of brunch. So if you don't celebrate Easter, you can celebrate brunch and everybody should have brunch every Easter. Yes, I like it. Yeah. And Easter brunch is like, all right, because, hey, whatever you do for your holidays, however your family is, that's fine. But like when someone says they're going out to eat for Christmas and Thanksgiving, you kind of like, if you don't look at them, you think it in your head, like, that's, that's a little weird. <laughs> but like Easter, if people are like, I'm going out to eat for Easter, you're just like, oh, okay, that's sweet. I'm going that's, here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't really, you know, if whoever doesn't cook for Easter, you're like, oh, that's fine. I'm yeah. good with it. But like Christmas, Thanksgiving, those other, you're like, yeah, no, like you don't go out to eat for the 4th of July. What are you doing? Right. Like, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Interesting Easter. one there, Chris. Well, it's a good one. Easter I like brunch. it. Easter. Easter brunch it is. Damn. <laughs> well, boys, uh, to get off my chest this week, it, it, it may be what should have been uh, Coachella weekend, but it's WrestleMania weekend, boys. <laughs> it's a Wrestle freaking mania weekend. Right? Not day, weekend, two days. Okay? So we went through this last year with WWE. They managed to pull off a, a very weird two-night WrestleMania in their little performance center with no fans. It was very awkward. Since then, they've been, front of, they've been in front of video screens in these arenas. This one arena, they just stay there, and it's a digital crowd. They have people on the screens, whatever, but no live people there. For the first time in over a year, and for the first time in two years, we're going to have WrestleMania in front of people at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. 
I am so very now limited people. Of course, we all saw what the Super Bowl looked like. Probably similar to that. But WrestleMania 37, a two night event this weekend, Saturday night starting at seven o'clock, Sunday night also starting at seven o'clock. For those of you that are interested, this isn't like the old days of pay-per-view prices, $60 to watch WrestleMania. No, 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 no. If you have Comcast or any of its partners, you have Peacock. And even if you don't, you have access to Peacock. WrestleMania is free on Peacock. Both nights. It's free if you have Peacock. So you can check out WrestleMania that way. Or head over to the WWE Network for $9.99 a month and you get WrestleMania for free. And there you go. Just like that. Use discount code SteelCityDan. (laughs) What's going on here? This isn't ESPN Plus where you pay for the right to ESPN Plus and then have to pay for the UFC pay-per-view on top of that at a discounted rate. No, no, no. WWE is doing you some favors. We have a stacked card this weekend. This is going to be absolutely incredible. This isn't watered down WrestleMania because it's two nights. It's jam-packed each night. You have the WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre on Saturday night. You have the Universal Championship Sunday night, the match that could steal the show. Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan versus Edge. Yes, I said Edge. Yes, that edge that wrestled like 20 years ago. Yes, he's back after being retired. Randy Orton versus The Fiend. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google that and you'll see some images that'll freak you out and be enough reason to tune in. More title matches. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Those two women are going to take down the house on Saturday. But looking for something that can relate to people a little bit more, maybe they're not recognizing some of these names. Here's a couple of names for you. On Saturday night, there will be a tag team champ ta- or a tag team match. John Morrison teams up with his partner, The Miz, which people are familiar with, The Miz from the real world and Miz and Mrs. on USA Network and movies and everything like that. Go up against the team of newly called to the main roster, Damian Priest, and Grammy Award winning artist, Bad Bunny. I wish I was joking. Bad Bunny is teaming up with a wrestler to wrestle at WrestleMania versus The Miz and his partner, John Morrison. Bad Bunny's been on TV for a number of weeks. Um, He's jumped a couple of times off of some high places, but apparently he's been working in the ring and he's going to give it a go and they're going to have a championship, or they're going to have a match. I'm sorry, I keep saying championship match. It better not be a championship match. Uh, A tag team match at WrestleMania on Saturday night. It's going to be a disaster. They're probably going to win because celebrities always win when it comes to wrestling, but a very interesting little tidbit. If you want to see Bad Bunny, it probably embarrass himself and maybe get hurt at WrestleMania. Tune in this Saturday on Peacock with the WWE Network for WrestleMania. I can't wait. That was the first commercial in the history of the Brunch Breakdown. <laughs> The, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I just had to Google Bad Bunny. I didn't know who that was. Puerto Rican rapper Bad Bunny. Is that who we're talking about? That's oh, yeah. what yes. his Wikipedia says. Um, this is, it's kind of related to what you just said, Dan. But today I learned that Roman Reigns was actually like an all American defensive lineman at Georgia Tech. That's true. He was solid. Joe and Noe. I don't know how to say his name. But I learned that today. Yeah, he was. He was solid. 
He was a solid guy. When his cousin is the Rock, both have a kind of a very similar history in being rather successful college athletes in football and being at the top of the game in WWE. Speaking of commercials, if you want to get a full breakdown of each and every one of those matches, head over to our buddy The Legend at the Legend Status Podcast. We just dropped a WrestleMania preview. It's our we have two episodes left of Tap Rooms and Tap Outs covering WrestleMania. Our last one's next week for the full recap. But if you really want to dive in, head over there, check that out at Legend Status Podcast. But boys, it's WrestleMania weekend. We're going to do a WrestleMania. We always have WrestleMania brunch. It's going to be a, a wonderful, wonderful time. I can't wait. Uh, we're putting some Bad Bunny on the playlist because, Chris, you need to know. You know who yeah. Bad Bunny is. You just don't know yeah. who Bad Bunny is. That's honestly the truth. Yeah. Just I letting you know. I feel like that's the truth with a lot of the people that we bring up on the podcast. I think I have not heard of them, but I have. I yeah. just didn't know who they were. Yeah. We're definitely throwing some uh, some Bad Bunny on the playlist. All right. Well, <laughs> that was Get It Off Your Chest. And let's get into the main course, boys. Which is not WrestleMania, surprisingly, because oh. Dan just, you know, is we're on the time crunch because of Dan today. And Dan <laughs> spent like 10 minutes talking about WrestleMania. <laughs> so let's get to the main course. All right. Uh, bad baby. Um, bad bunny. Be, you all talked about WrestleMania. You said- <laughs> Dude, I literally thought that's who it was. I thought that girl was going to be at WrestleMania. That's why I had to Google it. <laughs> I didn't know. Bad Baby versus The Miz. Let's go. Bad Dude. Baby versus Bad Bunny steel cage match. Let's go. <laughs> the rap battle to end all rap battles. That's it. I mean, that I would watch that. <laughs> like, if she was on a tag team, if she was on the other tag team, I'd be in. Yeah. Like, do they still do Survivor Series? Oh, yeah. Let's get like a team of all like the bads on one. There's got to be some other bad people. Let's get that. Let's just make that happen. I like it. I like it. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, bad baby, otherwise known as Danielle Bergoli, otherwise known as Cash Me Outside Girl. Well, that happened five years ago and she's now 18. And um, nothing says turning 18 like making an OnlyFans account and <laughs> making $1 million in subscriptions in six hours, six hours. She made a million dollars. Um, uh, yeah. What do you guys think about this? <laughs> yeah. Right. Words, what words, what words to use. <laughs> um, <sighs> that's pretty unbelievable. In six hours, and she what? She showed some screenshots and proof, and somebody backed it up that she certainly, oh yeah, did do that. Like just after she turned eighteen, like holy cow, that's impressive? Question mark. I mean, I don't it, know. That's <laughs> she not making enough money from her rapping career? I guess not. She thought that was the way to go. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. What a fascinating world that we live in. <laughs> yeah. I would have told you five years ago, that girl <laughs> is going to make a million dollars in six hours. The minute she turns 18, you'd have been like, how is that going to happen? Besides something in person and live, but no, no, no. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Like I don't, uh, I, I don't, want to be like hateful towards anybody how do you like that setup <laughs> here we go 
<laughs> but, but <laughs> <laughs> like the three of us work pretty damn hard at what we do. And it just doesn't sit right with me that somebody can make that much money that quickly more or less because they had an extremely embarrassing moment on TV five years ago that like set them up to be successful for life. I don't know, like good for her. Um, but I, I don't feel great about it. You know what I thought about when I saw that like it was that she did this? It just made me think of like, um how different like tv is how different like entertainment is now but it's still kind of the same because she got famous and signed a rap deal and all this stuff and has basically been you know sort of famous for like the last like five years is because of cash me outside that's like no different than like got any cheese (laughs) or (laughs) or you got it dude or like any other catchphrase (laughs) that we've heard and thinks so it's so it's like it's weird because things are so different because like yeah she was on dr phil to be because she was like a bad teenager or whatever it was but like it's still kind of the same stuff even though it's like a little different and what's first of all shouldn't there be some sort of finder's fee or something for dr phil or the producers that actually booked them for the show that she's making all this money now and it would have never happened if they would have never got the clearance to be on that show (laughs) and if she would have said something like, why don't you meet me outside or why don't you meet me out back? That's not going viral, right? It's, how about you, I want you to catch me outside, okay? And it was just like, boom, it was hilarious and amazing. The video is still great. Embarrassing, <laughs> agree with what you said, Chris, but because of those little things lining up, this is the result of it. <laughs> this is the result. This is really, yeah. talk about the butterfly effect. This really has the, you know, one thing has that huge impact and here we are. Like, it makes me think how like the three of us have been talking about for years, how we just want to, we want that one idea that's like super cheap to make, but you can mass produce it. Everybody wants it, have one idea, sell it and then live life. Right. You make all that money and, you know, and, uh, at the end of the day, we should have just tried to get on Dr. Phil apparently. Why was she on Dr. Phil? What was the topic? Do you guys remember? It was like, it was just um, an episode that he does all the time with just like um, teenagers that are like crazy. Out of control. Out of control teens. And yeah. And she was just on there being an out of control teen. Clearly. Yeah. She still technically is, ladies and gentlemen, even though she's 18. <laughs> That's true. She's still, in, you know. And now she has millions of dollars. Yes. <laughs> well, it's going to be real good now. Yeah. It's going to be calm down real now. out of control. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not that she didn't have money before this. And the funny thing about like OnlyFans is like this site where you know people do a bunch of different things, uh, you know, explicit things. But she has nothing explicit on hers. Really? That's another interesting thing about this whole her making a million dollars. There's just a lot of creepers who had their like countdown clock, like waiting for her to turn 18, and yeah. were like, "Oh man, she's on OnlyFans," and she has nothing on there. Apparently, that's anything like racy at all. Like nothing wow because it's like she's a pretty girl she has pictures like you know whatever but it's just she doesn't have anything that's explicit 
that like people know of on OnlyFans. So it's it's weird. There's a all it made me think it made me think too of like a bunch of just there's a lot of creepers out there. <laughs> yeah, like some of them could hold, you know throw some money our way, not for the creepy version of it, but like if you're willing to just spend that money, obviously willy nilly. Yeah, like you don't really know what you're gonna get, and you just whatever for some weird feet pics, you weirdos. Yeah. Like send it to the brunch breakdown. Sponsor and, the brunch know, breakdown because you never know what we're gonna talk about each week. There you go. Thank you. Like, yes. yeah, there's your surprise. Yeah, it, it's just <laughs> weird to be like, I'm gonna do that when you can just go on an inst- you can just go on Instagram and find sort of right. racy pictures or any social media and find that. So it's wow. but she made a bunch of money. Hey, yeah, shouts I, to her, I guess. I feel like she. She made a running joke and like plugged this, what, what she was, she was going to jump on this site. Right. She, she, it was like a running joke and she plugged it and plugged it. And then people were like, yeah, I'll throw 10 bucks at it because I think this is hilarious. And if you get enough people to throw 10 bucks at something, you're a millionaire. Damn. Wow. We need to find some people to throw 10 bucks at something. Something. Seriously. $10. Like like a 10th of those people, $10. And a 10th of the amount of people that did that would be impactful for us. God. (laughs) We don't even need all of them. (laughs) We could buy a Winnebago. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's go to our next topic, boys. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is hosting Jeopardy. Before we get to our main topic here, have you watched it? A clip. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a short clip of it, but I'm, I'm very intrigued to see a, a more full episode because I wasn't I wasn't satisfied. Well, I saw for two weeks. I saw the clip of um, I think one of the contestants asked him who actually chose to kick the field goal <laughs> in their playoff game. And oh yeah, he just kind of smiled at yeah. it, yeah. which like, was very funny. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was very funny. But in that clip. Cause I was like, oh, that's funny, but it looks, but is that how he is the whole time? So I watched last night. It's not good, man. He's really like that the whole time. He's not good at this. I think he's trying to do like something like he's trying to do the dry sense of humor type deal. And it's not working for me. I don't know. It just seems like he's bored. Yeah. So. When I saw that from the clip, that's kind of a bummer to hear that he is that way the whole time. Cause I thought the same thing, hoping He's got a little bit more energy. I mean, you don't know to go out there shouting and screaming for Jeopardy, but you got a little bit of bring a little bit of energy to the table to make yourself stand out. If nobody knew who that was, they'd be like, this guy sucks. Right. You know, yeah. and maybe I don't know if it's nerves, what because I know he's a big nerd. And Shay and his fiance, Shane Lee Woodley, Woodley said that. She's like, I didn't even know he was a football player. He was just a nerd that wants to host Jeopardy. And here he is, and he's not even doing a great job of it. You hear him on interviews before and he can be insightful and stuff like that, but get a little more oomph to it. So doesn't seem like he's going to, I guess he wants to, he'd like to be considered to do it full time, right? That's at least been mentioned that he'd like to, but it certainly doesn't seem like <laughs> he's got the personality to do it. I uh, I have never liked Aaron Rodgers' personality. Like the, it, uh, it has never sat well with me hmm. it's, a, it's a consistent topic of conversation here at the gates household with my <laughs> wife imagine. growing up in wisconsin Spicy. um i don't know there's always just been something about him and, and 
like I feel like it was personified in that clip where he just kind of like smiles and like turns his head and doesn't really say anything of substance. And I feel like that's the majority of what he provides all the time. Um, so I don't know why he, he was chosen to do this in the first place. I don't find him to be a charismatic personality. Like, I don't think he has that personality that like everybody wants more of, you know what I mean? And also like, I don't, I don't remember who said it, but I don't think everybody knows who Aaron Rodgers is. I think if yeah. I went to my parents and said like Aaron Rodgers is hosting Jeopardy, they would ask me who he is. But if I said Tom Brady was hosting Jeopardy, they would know who that is or Peyton Manning. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like he won one Super Bowl. 12 years ago and he's in Wisconsin in like a really small town with no media exposure and doesn't really end up anywhere else. I I, like, I just, I don't know. I don't, I I didn't get this whole thing of like why it happened. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there are other athletes I'd rather see host jeopardy. Damn. You hate Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Wow. There was, (laughs) I just don't get it. Like I, I really don't. I would you, if you, if you had to, I'm going to, this is like totally going to change the topic of what we're, we intended to talk about here. But if you had to handpick like five to 10 professional athletes to host Jeopardy, would he even be in the top 10? Okay. Here's the thing with this though, right? It's like, I don't want, because Jeopardy is about the contestants, right? So I don't mm-hmm. want like, the most I don't want Deion Sanders hosting Jeopardy because then the people will answer like one they'll they'll get to like one category on the board and that's it like people answer five questions so just talk the whole time so you want somebody who's like not the most charismatic but somebody who's doing more than him more than what Aaron's doing yeah I, I agree that's that point you want somebody that's kind of stable but and steady but also, I think literally, I think the reason he's doing it is because he, he wants to, and he's advocated yeah. for it. He's a huge, huge nerd, and he loves that type of stuff. He wasn't necessarily picked for any other reason except he wants to do it. And apparently, if he wanted to, they've looked, I've, you know, they've looked into it and he could do it. It only takes 50 days a year to record Jeopardy. So 10 weeks in the offseason, he probably he could do it. But now that the episodes are coming out and everybody's saying, oh, he's not getting any better. Never mind. <laughs> We're gonna roll with some like Lavar Burton. Yeah, he wants to host Jeopardy, and I think that's your guy. I would love to see that, but yeah, you do need somebody where they yeah, they highlight the contestants, but you got to find that right balance. But Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't even have really a good voice for something like this. It just sounds a little, I don't know, kind of grumbly. <laughs> we need a little bit more coming from a host of Jeopardy. Yeah, I don't. I, well, I also don't really watch Jeopardy, so I guess I don't know like what the dynamic is. But, um, like, he wouldn't even be my top nerdy quarterback that I would choose. And there aren't a lot of nerdy quarterbacks. But like, mm-hmm. I think it would be more entertaining to like watch Andrew Luck host <laughs> Jeopardy than wow, 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 yeah, wow. because at least he has like wow, some daily double. Wow. <laughs> like, have you heard Andrew Luck talk? He's he's like. When I see Andrew Luck interviewed, he's like, I feel like he like knows he's nerdy and like almost makes fun of himself in the process of like answering questions about stuff like that. Whereas like Aaron Rodgers tries to play it cool. I don't know. I, but, but I did the whole decision that the placement there just confuses me. To your point the, uh, earlier that I don't know how many people would know 
who he was either. They would just, you know, maybe your parents are tuning into Jeopardy one day and they're like, who's that unshaven man with that nasally <laughs> voice hosting Jeopardy all of a sudden? Like, all right, that's uh, for 300. Let's uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's 0 for 1 so far for, yeah. for athletes hosting Jeopardy. Yeah. If Sierra comes, Russell Wilson can do it. Like, if she's oh, just yeah. like, if she's just like performing like off to the side. Yeah, you know? like more Vanna than Vanna. You need a little bit more like yeah, just remix that song and have Sierra do something. And she's dancing right, I'm every in for that now. I'm in. <laughs> you know what I mean? She can sing a little. I'm, I'm, I'm in for that. Like turn the Jeopardy anthem into goodies for a couple weeks. I'm down. <laughs> like, let's go. Why not? Like, let's uh, do what it. What are my goodies? <laughs> so, so yeah, Russell Wilson. There's your answer, Chris. Russell Wilson with Sierra. That works. <laughs> All right. But who would you want to go if you were going to be on Jeopardy? Who would you want to go up against? Celebrity athlete, who would you want to go up against? Chris, you go because you brought this up. Yeah, I was thinking about this specifically with athletes. And um the for whatever reason, the first athlete that came to mind was TO. Oh, okay. Because I feel like if he was getting answers right, he would come there with prepared celebrations that would be hilarious to watch. Like, I feel like he would really get into it, which would be cool. Also, uh, if things go bad, he might cry. Uh, so that's cool. Thousand percent. Um, and then I also think that I would like to have Michael Jordan there because he's so damn competitive. And if I could beat him, I want to see how he reacts. Interesting. So those were the two that I chose. Okay. Okay. All right. I got a couple. I got a couple. Um, first one I'm going to go with is Jay Cutler. Cause talk about guys that literally could not give less of a shit. And I'd have a pretty good chance up against because I don't think he'd be given a whole lot of intelligent answers. He'd be over there with his pack of Marlboros or something like that. Jay Cutler. So uh, I was really thinking of this selfishly, like, how am I going to win? Who am I going to beat? <laughs> I would beat Jay Cutler. Um, <laughs> another one is our boy, friend of the program, Juice, OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'd be focused What's up, at Jeopardy? all. I yeah. What up, Jeopardy? <laughs> what up, Jeopardy? You got the juice. That would oh be the, the question and everything. Uh, what is... <laughs> what is me <laughs> uh, i think i'd be able to take him down i think he wouldn't be focused enough i think it'd be funny i think he'd be asking questions like that and more focused on his twitter what up twitter uh take it down oj <laughs> i would want to go up against kyrie irving and kanye west <laughs> jesus here's why because all i have to do is really answer a couple questions right because yes. I don't think they could give the answer in the time frame that you have to give the answer. Because <laughs> right. you have like a few seconds. Like, I don't know exactly how long. Boop, boop, boop. Like, it's less than 10 seconds. You have to answer the question or to give the question or whatever. And like, they could not, they, they could not do that with any answer. They would have to explain to you more about why this is the correct answer. And they'd eventually get to it. But then, boop, boop. And then... I That's would just amazing. answer that correctly because I heard them say it 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> they like have to write the answer and they like run out of screen space in terms of like, yeah. you know, figuring out what their answer is. Yeah. 
because Kanye's will be a symbol. Like Kyrie might not even show up for the last for the last round because he just feels like leaving. He's right. just like, oh, had to go. Right. <laughs> I feel like That's I could be both of them. Those are amazing. Those are two <laughs> amazing picks. <laughs> wow. Oh, Jeopardy. Just LeVar Burton or Russell Wilson. That's the consensus here. Yeah. Shouts to Aaron Rodgers, I think. Oh, by the way, Google Aaron Rodgers Malibu house when you have a chance. Because holy crap. Silly. Yeah. And it goes kind of well into our next topic, which is in the mind of Chris Gates. And Chris, why were you talking to us about swim up bars this week? Uh, I just think about Vegas a lot. <laughs> <clears throat> that's, that's really the only good answer I have for you. And like, uh, Dan said earlier, it's in Pittsburgh, it's actually feeling like summer, uh, which is cool. Like 80 degrees all the time uh, where that came from. It's not normally how it is. So I, you know, I bought Corona premier, like a lot of things were happening this week where I was thinking about summer being at places, enjoying drinks that I haven't been to in a long time. And uh, swim up bars are a thing, right? And I was Absolutely. thinking about like funny swim up bars, like just random shit. And then like, oh, what what would be the ideal swim up bar for me? And so then I texted you. That's beautiful. Um, what would you make a swim up bar? So I... My mind went to like pre-existing establishments. So like, huh? not like create your own. We're not mm-hmm. a Build-A-Bear here, okay? Like, <laughs> oh, there's one. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> what teddy bears? You guys. <laughs> Get your what teddy bears here. Did you read the sign? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um. Yeah. So like bars or restaurants that already exist. And I was thinking like the first thing that came to mind was how funny would it be if like there was an Applebee's swim up bar? (laughs) (laughs) I would go to that. I would legit go to that just to be able to say I did. Uh, It reminds me of Vegas too. It reminds me of Vegas because like there's a Hooters in Vegas and the Hooters in Vegas is like really cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and there's a huge pool there and there's a swim up bar at the Hooters in Vegas. Wow. There you go. <laughs> of course there is. <laughs> and I just, and when you said this, that's eventually, that's like literally where my mind went. And it also went to like, there being a swim up bar at like Target. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh gosh. I don't, Why? I don't... That water would smell so bad. And I don't mean just from the people. Walk into a Target and tell me it doesn't smell weird in there. Anyone, <laughs> literally anyone. Don't ruin Target for me because someone told me that about like TJ Maxx. And now every time I go into TJ Maxx, I swear I smell something. But like, I don't know if I actually do or not, but I hope I don't remember that. Oh, don't ruin that for it's people. Bad. <laughs> it's like, oh, popcorn. Oh, coffee. Oh, stank. Like <laughs> that's basically walking through. A target as you pass through the, basically the concession stand there before you enter. Um, <laughs> mine went to the idea of like a, a sports bar, swim up sports bar where 
whether it's like a, like a B-dubs, a situation like that where you've got the multiple screens and able to watch the games or a shout out to R.I.P. Damons, the old Damons. Oh, Damons. Now, like a Damons swim up bar. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Damons. You just dial the knob, whatever you want to listen to there. <laughs> and that oddly kind of ties into Vegas. Going back to Vegas, they have Stadium Swim at Circa. Didi, you sent this to us months ago. Yeah. It's this incredible basically it's not swim up but you have the abil- ability to lounge out in cabanas or in the water with these huge screens there and you do obviously a bar service so an idea of that that's the next best thing is stadium swim at circa so give me something like that be able to swim up watch a couple games have a couple corona premieres <laughs> and call it a nice little day there yeah that's uh that's where i landed dan was like a B-dubs type of deal um, because I w- would love to like watch a game at a swim up pool bar. That's not something I've ever done. Um, and like the food's good. So I would be able to eat the food too. Like, I don't know. I feel like that'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the, like, I don't know how much of the uh, NCAA tournament you watched, but did you see any of like the cutaway shot? They were like going to Las Vegas sometimes and showing that mm-hmm. that place specifically mm-hmm. like one coronavirus does not exist in Vegas. So no. you're going like <laughs> just letting you know, doesn't exist because that place was, was packed from, from the top to bottom. Cause it's looks just like a stadium and there's just like pools on every level and it's just huge screens and it looked incredible, you know? Yeah. So in like, you know, not long from now, that place will look very appealing to me, but right. on like March 25th, it did not seem that great to right. me. I was like, oh, that's a lot. Ooh. That's a lot. That's a lot. But I mean, but the thing, what, but the main thing is it looked like even cooler than, cause I sent you guys like, just like the blank things. Cause it wasn't even open yet. Right. It was supposed to open in October, but coronavirus or whatever, but like just seeing it packed like that did look like, whoa, gotta go here. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, Google it. All listeners, Stadium Swim at Circa in Vegas. We'll uh, yes. we'll save a cabana for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Where well, else? Uh, I anybody, yeah, anybody where else? any other else? ideas, Chris? Uh, B no. Can I say something about B Dubs? Yeah. Okay. How are you gonna eat wings? No, that. See, I thought about that because, Ooh. like, just. You can just wipe your fingers off in the water. Your fingers are immediately clean afterwards. Ew. What? Chris, in like the pool water? I'm not saying in between bites, okay? I'm saying at the end, like you just wash your hands in the water and you're good to go. Christopher. What? This is not a good plan. <laughs> no, you're like, oh, then you're just going to be constantly swimming in like garlicky, hot peppers, buffalo spicy water that stuff doesn't dissolve super easily yeah uh, maybe it's because i've been to secrets a bunch like it just doesn't phase me like I, you that's know? true right there that's all yeah. in there right and normally right at a swim up bar you're only like what knee knee deep at here's worst the, here's the danger if someone's rocking some boneless nugs and one of those some bitches gets loosened in the water just imagine use your brain what does that look like just floating <laughs> in the water there <laughs> Is that from like, is that Caddyshack when they did that? Or what, what is floating or Animal House? Whatever. You have like an Animal House situation. Yeah. Or it's like a Snickers or something like yeah, that, or that too. But it's the same, <laughs> along the same lines of just a little, little 
whatever <laughs> uneven chicken tendy rolling through with me like Wah! not good clears out there yeah, that's one way to clear out the uh clear out the pool bar real quick <laughs> especially if you washed your hands in the water then there's a brown streaks behind it i mean come on we gotta we gotta keep it clean there <laughs> oh man do we have to outlaw barbecue because if it's like <laughs> right it's barbecue that's no brown sauce look here weird. sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's only red sauces Only here. dry rubs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought of somewhere like a Mad Mex where, you know, getting a good margarita, something like that in pool setting. If some light guac, things like that. I think <laughs> some poolside guac would be fantastic. Mad Mex swim afar. Nice. Yeah. 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 I think like you get to a point where like you can't, you can't have heavy food. In this situation, it's no. not gonna work. It's not no. gonna work. Uh, so limit, limited menu, limited menu, uh, <laughs> tropical drinks, and um, that would be great if like it could be a swim up bar where like you had the little Damon's thing, because like when you're outside at a bar, it's that even that much harder to hear whatever mm-hmm. the hell is going on in the game that you're watching. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, uh, I would like to be at one of those. My last yeah. one is isn't the idea of a swim up bar, but it's creating a swim up bar at this location, just an extension of the restaurant. We've all been there, Didi. You know it better than both of us. Bring me back to Venice. Take me on the beach. Take me to the Venice Whaler. Make that thing a swim up bar with. You know, like the, it's just the water going right and it almost just bleeds right out into the beach. You've got amazing fish tacos. That's one of my favorite places in the world. <clears throat> oh, the Venezuela, if you could just infinity pool or something right up there, right up top on that second level, that would yeah. be beautiful. The Venezuela yeah. needs like a lazy river. <laughs> <laughs> just all around. It just needs to be submerged in yeah. water. And yes. like maybe, maybe it goes out into the beach a little bit. So you're like, oh, just like slowly cruising by the ocean when you come yeah. back. See, and that, that, that project, a couple million dollars, but bad baby is over here getting a million dollars in six hours. See, we just need to fund those things in the right direction, people. Come on. We will, we will start God. collecting $10 a person to make this happen. I was down by the Venezuela this week and like I drove by, I drove like down near it and I was like, man, I miss the whaler. I'm starting to realize like now that things are opening up, how many things I miss, all the things that I've, I, that I've missed right now. Like all the places that I used to go to and I haven't. And then like you think about it and like, I haven't been to this place in like a year and a half. It's kind of crazy. Uh, I saw yeah. that uh, California is like the economy is opening up in June, like full June. June 15th is the word on the streets, which has my wife freaking out. So <laughs> does that mean like, so. is that just like bars and restaurants and stuff? Or is that like anything people can go it's, to? basically everything it's like seems like the whole state will be wide open and there will be um still mask use but like everything will be open so i'm very one i'm like i'm wondering with just that saying that how they're gonna get people to still wear masks and you know i don't know so i guess we'll find out more in the coming months but they're saying june 15th it is we're gonna be wide open because now anybody can be vaccinated wherever you go everybody can get it and I think that's what they're saying. They're just on this fast track with vaccines and everywhere is open and it's like, okay. So 
June 15th. Oh. Open for business. Wow. I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little scared. <laughs> I'm a little scared. I don't know. I just don't feel like you needed to say all that at one time. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't don't think you need to say all that at one time. I think you could have slowly said that because now they're like getting rid of all the like the colored tiers or whatever everybody every state has a different thing whether it's a letter or a color or whatever so they're getting rid of those and yeah and now people are like now all these people who are who were like moving away from LA to like they're like oh yeah I'm moving I'm just gonna go live in my parents house and save for rent now everyone is like freaking out because they're all like uh my boss just said I gotta be back by June 15th so yeah Wow. A lot going on. Well, boys, let's get into brunch courts before we go to what we're listening to. Dan, what do you got for us on the, I feel like this is the most popular segment in the brunch breakdown history is people love brunch court, man. They want, they want more brunch court. They want more brunch court. Yeah. And and we're giving it to them. We've got really a pair of items that are going to be side by side here today that we're going to take to brunch court. From the good people at Heinz, Kraft Heinz, I think it's been a couple of years now, they started doing these like mixing combo sauces and things like that that have been really interesting, and some of them sound really nasty. But they've got two brand new ones for us this summer, and we're going to break down here for you on Brunch Court today. The first one up is Sweet Catch Chili. So that's a combination of ketchup, and sweet chili sauce. If you're watching it, you can see it here now. It's the real deal. Sweet catch chili, sweet chili sauce and ketchup mixed into one. Boys, how are you ruling on sweet catch chili from Heinz? Is the point of this to like, like chili dog without the chili? No, I, that's what I was trying to think. I don't know what you use this for. Because, like, with sweet chili stuff, you know, that's more of a chicken, a taco type of thing. I don't know what you're mixing it with ketchup for, though. Is it just to make it hotter? Like, is it make it, like, just make a spicy they ketchup? Have, they have spicy ketchup. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a little yeah, a little sweet and just like a little bit of spice to mix it together. Because like sweet chili sauce, you can't get too crazy with. So this almost makes it more of a condiment. You know, you can cook with sweet chili sauce and you can use it a little bit here and there. But I think this makes it more of a condiment. But I don't know if tomatoes and ketchup is the right combination. I really honestly can't think of what you would use this for. But it's gonna have some sweetness and a little bit of a spice, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know about that one. I just don't. I, it's one of those things where someone would have to like at, at a cookout that Memorial Day is coming up. Someone would have to have that. I watched them eat it. They're like, "Oh, this is fire!" Then I would go try it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm buying this thing without watching somebody that I trust test this thing out. Because it might just mess up your hot dog, mess up your burger. I don't know if I need all that. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't see the point of this. Yeah, I don't either. Maybe with, yeah, I don't see it working on a hot dog. I don't see it working on a hamburger. Maybe chicken, something like that. But 
not enough confidence. I'm, I don't know about you boys. I'm, I'm rolling against this one. I, I, I have, I have no business, want no business with sweet catch chili. Yeah. I'm rolling against this one too. I'm out on the catch chili. It's a, it's a clean sweet boys. Yeah. Well, that leads us to our next one. Heinz at it again. This time we've got Buffalo sauce and ranch to give you none other than of course, buffer ranch. <laughs> Because nothing comes off the tongue smoother than Buffer Ranch. Boys, this one makes a little bit more sense. What do you think about Buffalo and a ranch together for Buffer Ranch sauce? I'm sure it's super healthy for you. Buffer Ranch sounds like the name of like a like an explicit farm. Buffer Ranch. I don't know what that sounds like, but uh, Buffer, but Buffalo and Ranch. I'm here for it. Yeah, give me this because it's a sauce, and like I think you'll be able to. I'm all I'm thinking about is like I always do like pulled chicken in the crock pot, and you throw this on there in the crock pot like i normally would barbecue sauce or or just buffalo throw that in there might be pretty fire so i'm here for that and gonna try that as soon as i see this in the grocery store yeah i i like buffalo sauce like buffalo wings you know there's like a limit of how spicy i like them to be so i usually have the ranch by my side anyways this is perfect this is the, the best of both worlds. I am fully in favor of this, of this. I would be tempted to use it a lot, but certainly would try not to because there's no way it's not clogging half of your arteries up, but it sounds wonderful and delicious. Definitely down for Buffer Ranch. Yeah, I think to use Didi's uh, words from the catch chili, like I wouldn't try I wouldn't proactively try catch chili, but I probably would be like, oh, they combined those two things that everybody thinks taste good together. I'll try that. So yeah, yeah. I- I'm down with Buffer Ranch. Yeah. Ruling in favor. All, Let's go. All, that we're all ruling in favor for this one? Oh yeah. All, I'm full in favor for this. All right. So there you have it. An interesting episode of Brunch Court. Uh, catch chili's a no. Buffer Ranch is a Yes. You went uh, one for two there, Heinz. Uh, you know, <laughs> very interesting. But again, always willing to try. Always willing to try. Have either of you boys had Pepsi Mango yet? I have not because you can't get it anywhere. I couldn't find it really? anywhere. I was trying. I was actively trying to get it this past week. Couldn't find it. So oh. I don't know how many places they put it. Of course. Let's keep I was our too eyes busy. Open. I was too busy searching for Corona Premiere this week. There you go. For Pepsi Mango. <laughs> Well, let's get into what we're listening to. And right now I'm listening to my in-laws phone ringing. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Uh, What are you listening to, Dan? Oh, what an amazing day this is, boys. I didn't have this on my list to present to you until about one o'clock Eastern when the entire skeleton click blew up and we've got brand new 21 pilots. The boys are back. Holy shit. Am I excited? I've got the gear on. I I cannot wait. We've got a new album coming out May 21st called Scaled and Icy. 
There's going to be a live stream performance to go along with it. New story, new colors. If you know anything about 21 pilots and how they work. Um, super, super, super excited for all of that. Their first single that came out today is called shy away. I think most people that are casual fans of 21 pilots even are going to love this song. It should be on the radio for quite some time kind of mixes some, you know, the new style of 21 pilots with some of that older, just a little bit. Some of that absolutely in love with this song. So excited for more from the boys. Josh and Tyler are back 21 pilots shy away. Love it. Love it. Chris, what are you listening to? Um, I've got a couple songs that our playlist sent me to uh, for this hey. week. The first, uh, I, I've never heard of this artist before. Maybe you guys have, and I don't even really know how to pronounce it. Uh, Lisane, Lisane, like a rapper dude. Don't know. Well, I think I think I got I stumbled upon this song because um, we had Upsall. Uh, I just came to the party for the drugs, and then I, I, this song by Lazane is "Don't Do Drugs." So I got both <laughs> ends of the spectrum here. Perfect. But it's like it's a pretty cool song. Um, it's it's not necessarily new. It's from 2020, um, but it's got like a like a. A punk rock rap feel where there's palm muted guitar in the background and like the pace is pretty quick throughout it. It's not a very long song, um, but it just like it had a lot of those feels of like some of the MGK stuff, uh, some of the mod stuff, mod sun stuff that we've had on the playlist uh, so far this year. And uh, I dug it. So I'll put it on this week. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, uh, boys, this week I listened to something that really like just basically punched me in the face when i heard it um it's this girl she's a rapper i think she's 17 her name's payday and oh my god i was like this is the most interesting this is the most interesting music i've heard in a while and i'm not saying it's complicated or complex she's literally 16 years old and when you see what i want you to listen to the song and then i want you to look up the video and when you see what this girl looks like you'll be like what the hell is going on but it's also a really cool thing um so i want you guys to uh check out the song uh big boy and then listen to her whole ep it's just music it's just i i'm obsessed with this this girl right now so payday big boy check out her whole ep she's got three smaller eps and she's got one longer like album but go go down the payday wormhole when you get a chance. Interesting. Okay. I like that. Uh, next one up for me is from an alt pop uh, trio out of LA called Twin XL. Uh, they had some really good standout singles uh, so far in their short time kind of on the scene, but they just released a song called Slow Heart and it's super catchy. Great drum beat and synth kind of keep the beat up and keep the song moving, uh, give it the, really the energy that uh, makes it a great song. I really dig the vocals on it. If you are interested in more of their stuff, check out Messy and Good are also singles that were really popular more so last year. You maybe even have been familiar with or heard on a, even a commercial. I think one of them was on there as well. So Slow Heart from Twin XL up next for me. Nice. I like it. Um, all right, my next one, Megan Bilo. 
You guys familiar with this artist? No. This goes by Bilo. The artist, this has this has Steel City Dan written all over it. Okay. Love it. <laughs> it's spelled B-U-L-O-W. But like the U has the two dots over oh, top yes. of it. I know who this is. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. I know who that is. Got yeah. it. Pronounced Bilo. Um, she has a song called First Place. And like her background's pretty, I looked her up. Her background's pretty cool. Like she was originally from Germany. She grew up in the UK, but like she was discovered in Canada. She won Breakthrough Artist of the Year in Canada uh, two years ago. Um, and it just has a major Dan vibe. So I liked it. First place is the song. And I wanted to throw it on the playlist this week. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, another one that I want to throw on that hit me this week while I was driving. Uh, Trackstar by Mooski. This song has been out for a while. And I hadn't, I just don't know where I, I, I don't, I just missed it. I don't know. I'm like, how have I not heard this song? You know, sometimes you hear a song from the genre of music that you like, and you're just like, wait, how, how, how did this like miss me? And it did. Cause I was like, this song's amazing. And yeah, check it out. Mooski track star. I'm sure a lot of people have heard it. I just have not. You gotta, you gotta watch my TikToks, Didi. I've used that song like seven <laughs> or eight times. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm finding out. Like after I was finding, I was like, this is a this, this is a really big song, and I'm like, how? I just I don't know how I missed this one. I just <laughs> skip me. I don't know, but I love this song. Last one for me is uh, a collaboration uh, from the Knox and Mallrat. Uh, the Knox are an electric duo. They you know create kind of some dancey type of tracks and things like that. And they got a lot of great collaborations that they've done. Uh, you know, over the past couple of years. And Mallrat is, she's kind of newer onto the scene. She's a, a really good indie singer out of Australia. Her song Groceries was pretty popular last year. Really good song of hers if you want to check out some of her work. But uh, they came out with a song together called Are You High? And that's the letter R, the letter U, high. And you may be when you're listening to this song because it is, it's that good. It kind of lifts you up, puts you in that move. Got that kind of an EDM alt pop vibe if you will kind of blending it all together upbeat synthy really good are you high the Knox featuring mall rat nice are you high makes me think of quinn am i high right now oh uh, yeah. uh, right now good song um, great song, great song. <sighs> retro replacement this week guys i was thinking about obviously swimming up to an Applebee's this week. So I was in some weird, <laughs> I was in some weird mental space. Um, and like I said, it's been getting warm for some reason. Akon came back on my radar this week. And that's right. That song, that was a big hit. The first summer home, freshman year of college. Uh, right now, nah, nah, nah. Putting it on the playlist this week. <laughs> for no real good reason there never is a good reason but man you are really in summer mode my gosh you are in it i didn't get a summer last year dd dude you were in it i love it i love it uh my last one is uh person we talked about during this podcast uh bad baby hi bish <laughs> hi bish <laughs> which was one of my jams in 2017. And I thought I was like, this song is really good. I know it's by her. 
And that's why it's like not going to be anything that's huge because people are like, what am I doing? But that baby has some jams, guys. That's all I'm going to say. And multi-talented, bad baby. Hi, Bish. Hi, Bish. You will be playing this over and over again when you listen to it. Amazing. Back to back. Bad baby, bad bunny to wrap out the playlist. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad bunny. MIA. Put that on the playlist, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. Chris is thrilled. Can't wait to hear it. I just don't let. Yeah, whatever. We've we've gone over it. Yeah. Chris, I'm just going to need you to. Your your use of the word multi-talented made me really upset. That's what made me (laughs) mad. Listen, get hey man. Get your views up on TikTok and uh, use hi, bish. Hi, bish. This week. <laughs> Speechless. Well, boys, that's another brunch breakdown. Uh, Dan, you are getting out of here. We're all getting out of here because you got to help people buy houses. And that's one of the things that you do for everyone so well, Dan. That's right. <laughs> Love it. Well, have fun doing that. And we will talk to you all next week on the brunch breakdown. Peace.